More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. You can go to HaneyUniversity.com and find out information about golf lessons for me, either at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, or at my new facility that I'm teaching at, which is the Golf Practice. Phenomenal facility in Highland Park, Illinois, right next to Deerfield, Illinois, which is where I grew up. Never in a million years did I think I would be back in this area. But my son Henry plays hockey, and we are here in Chicago, so I'm back and forth between Phoenix and and Chicago and teaching golf and enjoying it. And uh, I've had a lot of great students, a lot of great lessons so far. People ask, well, how can I find out about getting a golf lesson? That's where you go, HaneyUniversity.com. All right, today's topic is a <laughs> another visit into the pay-for-play at the Ryder Cup. And this one is prompted by the fact that uh, – I got a message on Twitter from one of my followers, and I appreciate each and every follower, but every time I get a message, it kind of spurs on me to think about something. And it's hard to answer the whole thing on a, on a text message back on a direct message on Twitter or X. These are good points, and there's a lot of them. So you know what? Maybe I'll just do a podcast on this. Maybe I'll 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 talk about this is this is a response, I guess, to to one of my podcasts I did on the fact that I think the Ryder Cup players should be paid. Now I've talked about this a few times, but I've got I've got some additional thoughts on it. So I'm sharing them with you today on the uh, Hank Haney podcast. I, I'm very clear on my stance. When you're a professional and you work, you sh- you should be paid. And, and, and people, you know, have a different opinion on this. I think, you know, they'll have the opinion that, well, it's, it's only, uh, you know, a, a one week out of the year. And, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of points that people use to try and justify the position that PGA players, PGA Tour players that play in the Ryder Cup or European Tour players that play in the Ryder Cup shouldn't be paid. Many, many different, different positions that they, that, that they, 
they use and points they use to tell you why they shouldn't be paid. The one that I find that, that that's that's amazing is was when they get somebody to say, no, you shouldn't be paid, like they did with Luke Donald, and like they'll do with Zach Johnson, they'll do with any captain of the of the uh, Ryder Cup teams, and they're they're talking to guys that are rah rah Ryder Cup. And they think it's, you know, the greatest thing ever. And, you know, they're pure Ryder Cup guys. And you should play in the Ryder Cup. And nobody should get paid. And it's the purity of the event. And, 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 and it's fine. But the fact is, is, is people whose opinion is that you shouldn't be paid to play in the Ryder Cup use people who say you shouldn't you shouldn't be paid as their as part of their justifications either oh the european team doesn't want to be paid well that that that's not true they don't want to be quoted saying they don't want to be paid there is no professional that performs a service that wouldn't prefer to be paid for that than to not be paid and they may elect to do whatever they want with that money they may spend it they may give it away whatever that's their business but to try to convince me, just because some guy who wants to be the captain of a Ryder Cup team, and why do you think he wants to be captain of the Ryder Cup team? Give me the reasons why somebody would want to be captain of a Ryder Cup team. He loves the Ryder Cup. He loves competition. He, he loves the fact that he's going to be able to lead people i what what he's patriotic there's a lot of reasons but somewhere where you list on that reason i could tell you and that list of reasons somewhere on that list i don't know where it is but somewhere on that list that person knows that if he's the captain of a rider cup team and he, and, and you know what he, he he might not even think this. He 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 probably does. But but he oh he he pretty much for sure does. But 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 you could say he doesn't think this. Well, if he doesn't think this, his wife thinks this, or his kids think this, or I can promise you, I can promise you beyond a shadow of a doubt, his agent thinks this. This is going to be great being a captain of the Ryder Cup team. Because this is going to make us some money. That is somewhere on the list. And the only person that really, really benefits financially from the Ryder Cup is the captain. The captain benefits. He's at the tail end of his career. It strings out his endorsements. He forever gets to do outings and, and talks and say he was a Ryder Cup captain. Maybe he could write a book about it. What, whatever. He, it, they benefit. The players on the team, you know, maybe they benefit. You know, maybe Ian Poulter's made a lot of money from being a star Ryder Cup player. He didn't, he didn't win a whole lot else. He never won a major. Maybe maybe he's made money from being a star writer. That that could happen. Maybe Patrick Reed got some endorsements because he got labeled Captain America. Maybe 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 that happened. But the person that is most likely to directly make money off the Ryder Cup is the person who's the captain of the Ryder Cup. So to ask that guy and to ask that guy do you think Ryder Cup players should be paid? 
you're not. Do you honestly think you're going to get an honest answer from that person? I mean, come on. Let, let just let's be just real here. There's no way. What if that guy says players should be paid? He will never, ever, ever again, never, ever in the future, ever be a Ryder Cup captain. It's happened, and it would happen again and again. That person has no chance. Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley have no chance to ever be a Ryder Cup captain, ever. I don't care what they do. They will never be a Ryder Cup captain just because they didn't want to sign something that said they could give away their intellectual rights for whatever, a a period of time. They didn't want the, they didn't want Netflix to come into the locker room because they weren't making money off it. Somebody's making money off, and they weren't making any. They'll never be a Ryder Cup. They will get passed over. Not that they were going to be anyways. I don't know if they were going to be. You never know who's going to be. And see, it's a that's a good old boys club too. But but I can just tell you, their chances are zero point zero that they would be a Ryder Cup captain. So I get this message from one of my my followers, and he says, Hank, I had no doubt that you would take a position of the players being paid for Ryder Cup. Okay, well, maybe I've, I've shown in the past that, yeah, I, th- I think players should be paid when they, when they play. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't take offense to that. Uh, he says, plus I realize you could care less about what others, especially just some dumb fan thinks. Well, hey, I don't get swayed by what dumb fans think. You know, just because somebody doesn't agree with me, though, doesn't mean I think they're a dumb fan. Listen, everybody is entitled to to their opinion. When I talk on the Hank Haney podcast, I'm not going to give an interesting podcast if I just try to walk the center of the road. If I just try to straddle the line all the time, I am not a line straddler. I am not. A, I, I am a guy that will take a position. You know, I'm not going to say this is going to be a tight Ryder Cup match. This could go either way. Oh man, that's that'd be. Oh man, that's a. That, you know what? That'd be a. That'd be a hell of a podcast right there. Uh, Hank, what do you think of the Ryder Cup coming up? I think it's going to be really close. Uh, this could go either way. Oh wow, that's super interesting. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say the U.S is going to win. They should win. They have the best players. Their average team ranking on the U.S. Uh, world golf ranking is, is, is 12, and the average European ranking is, is 22, and it shouldn't even be close. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to straddle the fence. That's not what I do. I'm not a fence straddler. I'm going to give you my opinion. You're, you, are, you're, you are totally welcome to your opinion. Have it any way you want it. I don't care. I don't, it's not that I don't care because I, I just think you're a dumbass. It's just because I don't, because I got my opinion. You can have your opinion, whatever you want it to be. Fine. Fine. You can have your opinion. Just, just have it. Just have it. But it's, it's so, so he goes on. He says, one of the things that struck me is when you said you can't understand why people think players should not be. Yes, I can't understand why people think that when you're a player and you play you and money's being generated, that you should, you should be paid. When I watch PGA tour players that, Go to an outing, 
I'll give you an, I, I, I give you an example. Uh, my friend Mike Melman, who owns Discovery Land, has a, has a foundation. He raises millions and millions of dollars for charity. And he gets all these players to come and donate a day of their time. And they, they help raise all the money. They, they all play with a group, and the people play to, pay to play with them. And, you know, Phil Mickelson comes, and Justin Thomas comes, and Ricky Fowler comes, and, 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 and Tommy Armour III comes, and, and Pat Perez comes, and, and all these guys come. I mean, they, they, they're, they're, there's, there's tons of them, and all the money's going to charity. And those guys don't. None of those guys say, say I mean, you know, Phil Mickelson has done it, I don't know how many times. They're, they're, they go there and they donate their day, and they say, and, and they don't ask to be paid. All the money is going to charity. And Mike Melvin asked him, "Hey, would you help me raise money for charity?" And every one of those guys said yes. They do it. But now we're talking about the Ryder Cup that's making fifty, sixty. So I don't know, hundred million. Who knows how much it is? They're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And that money, it's, it's just totally wrong for a player to say, hey, you're making $100 million off this, and I don't get anything? Like, we don't get anything? My opinion is, is, is that that's not right. That's just my opinion. My opinion is, is that's not right. Now, now, I, now, the other reasons why people think it makes perfect sense is is that hey you should you should and i see this in this message well you know it's it's one week out of the year it doesn't matter if it's if it's one minute out of the year you're asking somebody to do something for free and you're making money off of them players have problems with this they they just do and to think they don't it's it's ridiculous Players have problems. I'll tell you what, here's a perfect example. Players have problems. They got problems signing autographs. In all sports now, in all sports, they have problems signing autographs. And why do you think they have problems signing autographs? Because some people take those signed, whatever it is, pictures, pieces of paper, Whatever it is, hats, flags, whatever. People take those things that these players signed and they go and they sell them. And they make money off it. The guy that 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 signed it makes nothing. Is that right? Is that fair? Would you agree that that's not right? That to me is not right. If I was a player, yeah, it would it would probably bother me. Does a player feel bad about or does he does he feel great about signing an autograph for a kid knowing that that kid is going to cherish this signed item and it's going to maybe inspire him to play play golf or football or basketball whatever it is players would feel feel great about that what they don't feel great about is when they sign something and people take it and sell it. They they don't they don't feel good about that. I mean, and if you think they do, you're badly mistaken. They don't. And this is why every one of these players now, they all go, who do you want me to sign this to? 
Well, just sign your name. No, no, I, I, what, what, I'll make it out to somebody. Who do you want me to? I want to, I want to, and the player, the player will be nice and he'll say, I want to personalize it. And, and they'll go, uh, uh, you know, they don't want to tell them what they're, oh, I was going to, I was going to take it and sell it. And if you put my name on there, I can't sell it. They're not going to say that. But the player knows that's what, probably what they were going to do. And if they weren't going to do that, wouldn't you rather have it personalized? Like, who's this for? Even with myself, when I if I asked for an autograph from a a, a a friend that I know that plays in sports, and I said, "Hey, could, could we could we get your autograph?" and they they always will make it out to Henry, to Henry, my son, to Henry, all the best. That's what they'll do. They get to personalize it. It makes them look better for doing that because they gave him a personalized autograph. And I'll tell you the other reason. When they do that, they know that that item will never get sold. And that's one of the reasons they do that. And why is that? Because it doesn't matter how much you make in your job. It doesn't matter how many millions and millions of dollars they've made. They don't feel right about somebody making money off of them. And this is why players may not say they want to be paid at the Ryder Cup, but every single one of them would prefer to be paid. Why would they prefer to be paid? And then I think, huh, you know, there's probably somebody out there that says, you know what, I got plenty of money. You know, I'm sure it's going to a good cause. Uh, just, you know, Keep my share. There's nobody that's going to say that. And nobody ever would say that. And they say, you know what they'd prefer? Pay them their fair share and let them donate it to a charity. Maybe the charity of their choice. Maybe they've got a special charity. Maybe, you know, a family member has had cancer or a family member had a heart issue or a family member, you know, whatever they, they, their favorite charity is. Let them decide. And and they would prefer that, and to and to think that there's something something bad about that, I, I don't I don't I don't get it. That's when I when I say I don't get it, this is what I don't get. I don't get why that that would be bad. Why, why they can't do it themselves, and and they the players get two hundred thousand dollars donated to their charity. That's fine, but the two hundred thousand pales in what they should be getting, in my opinion. It's just my opinion. The players should be getting more than $200,000. And it shouldn't be, you know, as a donation. It should be, here's the money. You do what, whatever you see fit with it. You don't know what that person's, person's situation is. Just because they're on the Ryder Cup team, uh, you know, that doesn't mean they're going to be rich the rest of their life. That doesn't mean they don't have family members they'd like to take care of. That doesn't mean they have a mother or father they'd like to do something nice for. I, whatever they do with the money, it's their business. It's their business. I, I don't think it's, it's, it's up to somebody else to tell you what to do with your money. I just, I just don't, I, I don't get it. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia. And you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I, I get this message and, you know, it's one of the points that was brought up in this message is, is, you know, how much money this fella has made in his career and how much money, and, and he said, and he estimated it, you know, I've made like a couple million dollars in 30 years in my, in my career. Sounds like you're a really hard worker. Sounds like you enjoy what you're doing. You sound like a great guy. I mean, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. You know, I, I, I don't know what the point is. But, but he compares it to how much Xander Shoffley's made. What, what does that have to do with anything? How much you've made versus how much Xander Shoffley's made in this last year is irrelevant to this discussion. It has nothing to do with this discussion. This comes up all the time. That, that, that New York Giants football player who's making, you know, whatever, millions of dollars, you know, he's making two or three million dollars, I don't know, ten million, what he already makes a year. And he and he's all somebody criticized him and he's all he's all gets all pissed off at him. And he 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 says to the guy, you know, hey, you're just flipping burgers somewhere. And it's like, I mean, it's such a it's just such a condescending way to talk to people. I mean, the the guy who's, you know, who, who cares what, what job a guy has? He's a fan. He pays money to come to watch you. If, if, if he wants to criticize you, you know, somewhere, you know, it's, it's, it's freedom of speech, you know? I mean, it's just, it's the way, but, but when you go and you tell him he's 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 no good cuz he just flips burgers or you know or his job's no good cuz he's only made this much money that that's not right that 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 was terrible what that guy did okay and he knows it was terrible he, he you know i mean he apologized whatever but but you know what he, he, that was the wrong thing for him to do but then they flip it around and the revert well you make so much money you should play for free or you make so much money, you know, you should give all your money to charity or you make so much money, you know, you, Xander Shoffley, you know, he may have made $8 million this year. He probably made a lot more now with his endorsements. The guy lives in California. So he didn't walk out with 8 million. He walked out with less than 4 million. So 4 million went someplace you know, four million in taxes helps something out. They got a big deficit there in California. Four million helps something out. It's not like he doesn't do something. These discussions can just go around and around and around and around in circles. Trying to convince me that somebody shouldn't be paid because he's made eight million dollars this year and somebody else has only made you know, whatever this year, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's relevant to the discussion. I, I, I really, and then people say, you know, well, you know, the the guy that that 
you know, the, the average fan just has trouble, you know, just, just, uh, you know, being able to get enough money together to, uh, you know, play around a golf. And I'm like, okay, I'm a fan of golf. That's a problem with golf. It's a problem I don't like about golf. I don't understand why golf courses that have open times okay, can't come up with a rate change for those times, kind of like what airlines do. You know, it's, it's a cheaper rate here. And, you know, if, if you want to fly, you know, overnight in the back of the bus, it's going to be cheaper than if you, you take the, the most opportune time to fly, okay, the, the most convenient time to fly. Uh, you know, why can't golf do something like that? Why can't, you know, why can't those tee times that aren't full be sold for a lot of life? Why does it have to cost $100 for a guy to go play golf? I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, but that's another discussion. I, what, does that have to, what does that have to do with Xander Shoffley being paid to play or not play in the, in the Ryder Cup? Being paid or not paid, I, I, or, or or anybody else, everybody else. How is that? How is that relevant to this discussion? Everybody in their life has done things that they they did out of the goodness of their heart, okay, and they didn't get paid for it. I don't know anybody that didn't do, that, that doesn't do multiple things out of the goodness that doesn't get paid for it. But that doesn't mean that that you shouldn't get paid for doing something that you're a professional at. If you make a decision to do something nice for somebody or nice for an organization, good for you. You do it because you know it helps them. You do it because it, it feels good to you. If whatever reasons are motivating you. But I just, I just, my belief is, is that when players that are professionals play in an event that makes money, they should be compensated. What should they be paid to play in the Ryder Cup? There should be some negotiation. Should the players get 90% of the profits? No, absolutely not. Should the players get 10% of the profits? No, absolutely not. Should the players get no percent of the profits and we'll give you a little money for charity? We'll give you a lot of money for charity, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't seem right. In my opinion, doesn't seem right. You can you can write me the longest texts and emails you, you, you want. Uh, you, you you can you can convince me and try to convince me all you want, but like I said earlier, I just I I don't understand the thinking. I don't understand the thinking that says that players should not be paid. I, I don't care what Luke Donald says. I don't care what Zach Johnson says. I don't care how much money. You know, this guy's already made this year. Tiger Woods is a billionaire, a billionaire. That doesn't change the fact that the PGA Tour benefited 
and the play other players in the PGA Tour benefited a lot more off of Tiger Woods than Tiger Woods benefited from playing on the PGA Tour. He made a billion dollars, or he's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know what? And, and, and he more than paid that back, I can promise you that. Uh, everything they play for, you know, on the PGA Tour, to, to, to some extent, is, is because of, of what he helped, helped build there. So, so to try to put a dollar amount on it, you know, I mean, hard to do, hard to do. But, but the, the, the thing that I look at it and I say is, is you know what? Fair is fair. This is how I try to judge it. Like, fair is fair, and then there's such a thing as not fair. And you can get away with, like, saying, hey, you're not getting paid. Uh, hey, you should be patriotic. Uh, hey, you should represent your country. You can do all that stuff. But at some point, when you keep pushing and pushing, like, I want to bring the Netflix guys in here to film you guys. Oh, really? Uh, what are you making off that? And where's that money going? To think that nobody's ever going to, that you just, at what point does it stop? Like, like see, see, the way it used to be on the, on the Ryder Cup was it used to be, they used to dog and pony show these Ryder Cup players around left and right. They'd have this corporate outing, this corporate outing, this corporate sponsor would come in. You'd have to go to the players used to have to go to dinner with this sponsor. Then they'd take pictures with everybody. And guess whose picture they all want? They all, you think they, you know whose picture they wanted? You know whose autograph they wanted? Tiger Woods. That's who they wanted. They couldn't care less about the rest of them. They wanted Tiger Woods. And they had to go in there and they had to sign everything and they had to go to dinner with these people and they had to do all this. And like, and you know, the players were, were saying, I mean, geez. I mean, it's one thing. I'm donating my time. I'm, I'm, I'm not being paid for the week, but they got to put me through all this too. Here's what the players did. They got together. They said, you know what? This is part of the reason we're getting our ass kicked because we're not ready to play because you're taking us out of the environment that we usually use to get ready to play, which is rest and, re- and, and, and rehabbing and, and, and just relaxation so we're ready to go tomorrow. You're taking that away from us and making us do all this stupid stuff, and we want that to change. And if we do, you know, we think it'll give us a better chance to play better. And then we got a better chance to win. And then we won't have to listen to the media tell us how, you know, we, we got our asses kicked. So that's one of the things that, things that changed. What's that called? That's called work environment. They improved their work environment. Those players are working. They're playing. That's their job. They're playing. But they're not getting paid. But at least they got that part improved. The next step is, you know what? The next step is, let's be fair with some of this money they're making. So because the player has plenty of money, he should play for free? I mean, what if they're, you know, the the the, the Ryder Cup made it made fifty million or a hundred million. Well, what if the Ryder Cup made two hundred million? Should the players get any of it? What if the Ryder Cup made five hundred million? Should the players get any of it? I mean, what if the what if the Ryder Cup made a billion dollars? Should the players get any of it, or should it just all go to somebody else? Like I said, the logic 
escapes me. It just escapes me. It's This is something that they've gotten away with forever, and they just keep doing it because they can get away with it. That's why they can. Some things never change because that's just the way they've always been done. doesn't make them right. It's just staying that way because that's how it's always been. All right. Those are my thoughts. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you've got arthritis pain, try my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Just go to voodoopainrelief.com and you can uh, check it out. It is a fantastic product for uh, back pain, shoulders, wrists, elbows, whatever. Uh, you've got joint pain. It's it's absolutely an incredible product. Voodoopainrelief.com. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Haney Podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.